Warning, this podcast may contain explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to the Noisemaker Podcast, where we interview bands that you may have never found anywhere else. We are your number one spot for discovering all new music. Get to know artists, understand what drives them, and hear from some of their top tracks. Join me, your host, Rocky Ferenberg, as we give rise to the underground world of music and set out to do what so many others have failed to, be a staple for the independent musician. Now... Let's make some noise.
Alright everyone, welcome back. This is episode number 69 of the Noisemaker Podcast. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. If you're returning, then thank you. If you like what we're doing here, please like, subscribe, and rate us with a 5-star review. We are on all your favorite streaming platforms like iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at NoisemakerPod. This is the Noisemaker Podcast where we help you with that horrible problem that we all face, where to find new and original music. This week, I had on another comedy rocker or shock rocker, whatever you want to call him, uh, a guy named uh, Carrot Top from the Radioactive Chicken Heads. And uh, I spend most of the podcast just laughing. Uh, I just really enjoy uh, this this genre of music. I just like talking to these kind of people. I like hearing the story. It, it's it's just great and really creative. Um, just just a lot of a lot of, a lot of fun for me, and I hope that it's a lot of fun for you guys. Uh, this one is not like a lot of the other types of shock rock bands. Uh, it's not a bunch of profanity or vulgarness, so you can uh, is check this one out. You know, around the kids. Uh, actually, said that a lot of their fans are five year olds, so don't know if that's true or if that's part of the uh, gimmick. But uh, hey, it's it made me laugh. Uh, so, anyways, you guys, uh, buckle up and uh, get ready for my interview with Carrot Top from the Radioactive Chickenheads. All right, so I'm sitting here with Carrot Top. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you? Great, great, great. I'm uh, I've, I'm already super jazzed up for this show. We were chatting a little bit before uh, we got started here, and uh, it's uh, yeah, it's I already can already tell it's going to be a, a a show that I'm I love, man. <laughs> I love this kind of crap, man. <laughs> so oh. the the the. Uh, the band is called Radioactive Chickenheads, and so uh, the first thing I like to kind of do is jump into uh, who's in the band, and uh, so I kind of like to know, you know, who who's in the band, uh, what instrument they play, and a lot of times with like kind of underground or indie bands or independent bands, e- each person kind of plays a role. They take care of uh, booking or graphic design or you know social media or whatever it might be so kind of tell us who's in the band what instrument they play and and what if anything else they do for the band well my name's carrot top i'm the lead vegetable (laughs) i'm the only vegetable currently in the band um it's a band of chickens though and um there's a whole lot of chickens in the band the the number sometimes varies but but almost always you'd have bird brain on bass he's like a zombie chicken with his eyeball and and hanging out he's always seems to be falling apart he's a little he's got a lot of troubles uh we got sergeant cyclops on guitar he's a one-eyed one chicken militia he's a little shell-shocked um but he's shredding on the guitar we got greasy chicken on the guitar he's like a a rockabilly greaser straight (laughs) cat if it was a chicken and we got um on the drums we have Nuke boy, exploding on his beats all the time. He was he was uh, he's the 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 son of our previous drummer Puke boy who had to retire, and um, he was he was born out of Puke boy's vomit. So now we have Nuke boy, who's much more toxic than Puke boy ever was. We have um, we have Rock and Robin, who's who's my wife, and she's a dancer, sometimes a singer, and she's. Kind of the celebrity of the band. She, you don't always see her, but she'll make rare appearances with the band nowadays. And we have um, Poultry Geist, who's, uh, <laughs> who's the most paranormal member of the band. Not everybody, not everybody can see Poultry Geist, but for the people <laughs> that can see Ghosts, we have Poultry Geist on percussion. We have uh, Frank and Chicken, 
it was just a mix of a bunch of chicken parts. And uh, he attempts to play the tambourine when he can, but he doesn't have much rhythm. <laughs> we got El Pollo Diablo, who's the most evil, <laughs> diabolical poultry of all. And he's he plays a mean pitchfork. And we have, um, <laughs> I think that's, I hope I didn't leave anybody out, but that's pretty much the current lineup of the band. I should have looked at a photo. <laughs> but that's not, that's, and there's been other members. Oh, oh, wait, I, I almost <laughs> forgot the Pastafarian. He's like a, um, the dreadlock chicken. He's, he's, uh, he's always like dipping into the oregano, but that's, that's, uh, <laughs> I, I love, I love, Pastafarian. I almost forgot, I almost forgot him. He's, he's like, he's like the celebrity now because he's been appearing on a, on a YouTube show called Funhouse. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. That, I, that's great. That's, that's pasta. This is the uh, that's the first time I've heard the uh, the names of the uh, members of the band, and it's it's great. Yeah, I'll tell you this much, man. You uh, as for somebody who's a fan of uh, of comedy rock and and shock rock and stuff, uh, you, you certainly didn't disappoint with the names. So uh, a a plus there, man. That's great. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I can even tell we have some some former members like Egatron, who's a <laughs> who's a uh, robotic chicken not robot chicken but and we have punk we had we had punky rooster who was an accordion player <laughs> it's great. good names <laughs> so how, how did the band oh oh and i forgot wicked wicked chicken wicked chicken <laughs> wicked the witchy, chicken the witchy chicken <clears throat> oh, okay, okay i think that's it <laughs> so how did the band form like obviously like i always i always envy uh uh player uh shock rock players and stuff because I, I i just don't think that i have it in me to write that write that kind of music or come up with these kind of ideas and i, I think that people uh you know the, the coming the the formation of these bands is always really interesting so how did how did this idea come to fruition well it wasn't really our, our idea at all it was it was uh dr baron von kleckenstein hatched the idea he's a <laughs> infamous mad scientist and he's always scheming to you know take over the world and he had this idea that he would take over the world by creating a massive food shortages and then create giant frankenfood so giant mutant chickens giant vegetables and then everybody in the world would be beholden to him <laughs> and so he was in his laboratory creating all these various mutants but he, he you know he messed up a little bit and we kind of had a mind of our own and we decided we're going to escape from this laboratory. It was really, really boring there. We decided <laughs> we're going to get out of there, get in the world. But um, first thing we learned was that it's really difficult. Nobody will hire us the way we look. So <laughs> the only thing we really could do was, was start a rock band. And then people probably thought we were cool, but this is really how we are all the time. People think all these guys are wearing masks. You know, they're, Oh, that's pretty awesome. I, I try to explain like, there's, we're not wearing masks. This is this is, <laughs> this is us. <laughs> this is our life. This is our life. It's not easy, but this is what it is. And this is, you know, we're the same on stage or off stage. So that every day. So then that that's got to be where the name came from. Is is you guys are are the spawn of of uh, radioactive experiments from Doctor yeah. Fluckenstein. Yeah, we wanted to just be called the Chicken Heads, but the government labeled us radioactive Chicken Heads. <laughs> Kind of like is it, as, a, you, as a as a warning, as a warning to people that come to our shows that it's very dangerous. So kind of, we don't recommend we don't recommend anybody, especially now. But we really now we really don't recommend it. But we already were telling people stay away, 
stay keep a distance don't come close to the stage just yeah. don't even bother <laughs> don't don't even bother getting close to the stage yeah no no <laughs> so that... try not to have too many people come to our concerts <laughs> for, it's because for health benefits we only can we, yeah there's only can be so many mutants running amok is it... every time you know we play a show probably the next day there's more mutants in whatever town we play in is the uh, is the uh, 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 the the radioactive waves? Is it worse than the coronavirus? It's it's much worse. <laughs> it's much worse. I mean, look at us. Look how we look. <laughs> oh shit! Well, the the song we heard at the top of the show was called uh, "Tales from the Coop," which once again the the name is <laughs> the name's brilliant. But uh, tell us a little Thank bit you. about "Tales from the Coop," man. Well, that's the our latest album. Uh, we were working on it for a long time, and it's. It's, it's, it's really a concept album. It tells the story of the radioactive chicken heads, and then it goes into various other little mini stories along the way, but it all connects, and it has a big, huge finale, but it's, it's basically about Dr. Kleckenstein creating us and us escaping from the laboratory and all the various um, monsters that he sends back to capture us. He's always trying to get us back. <laughs> so after, after we escaped, he decided he's going to make a better band called the Legion of Goons. Better, well, better, but they're... they're more villainous they're more evil he's always sending them out to capture us so there's gator teeth he's a giant alligator there's the creeping onions who are the most like terrible smelling onions they make people cry just being in anywhere close to them there's killer clownfish there's a uh the one that finally sometimes gets us is the cop doc, officer quackley who's a, who's a giant duck police officer and he, and he he always is pulling us over He's always pulling way. you, always pulling you over. <laughs> so that's how they, that's how Kleckenstein finally got us. <laughs> well, the, the next song we're going to hear is called "Cluck at the Moon." Uh, give us a little bit of rundown on what "Cluck at the Moon" is about. "Cluck at the Moon" is a song that I think most people can relate to because it's about what happens, you know, if you're out and you, in the full moon and you get bit by a rabid chicken, and you find yourself <laughs> turning, transforming once a month into a chicken. And that, see, people tell me all the time, Carrot Top, why are you in a band with chickens? You're not a chicken. But they don't know that once a month, I actually do become a chicken. I become a wear chicken. And the Cluck of the Moon is all about that. Oh, great. Well, this is going to be Radioactive Chicken Heads, Cluck at the Moon. <laughs>
you play guitar like me, hey y'all, this is Rocky Fernberg from the Noisemaker Podcast, and I wanted to tell you all about warmer guitars. We all know that tone is the soul of the guitar, and pickups create that perfect sound. Still, the price of pickups can really break the bank. These guys at Warming Guitars crank out some rad pickups at an affordable price. I have been a boutique pickups guy my whole life. However, I find that the tone I pull out of Warman's pickups is comparable to top manufacturers without the outrageous markup. I endorse Warman Guitars as a common sense alternative to pickups, and right now, Warman Guitars is offering exclusively to my listeners 20% off. That's right, when you go to warmingguitars.co.uk and enter Noisemaker20 at checkout, you'll receive 20% off your purchase. These pickups are already ridiculously affordable, and yet, Warman wants to offer the listeners of the Noisemaker podcast an additional 20% off by entering Noisemaker20 at checkout. So take a minute and visit my friends over at warmingguitars.co.uk and pick up your 20% off when you use Noisemaker20 at checkout. Warming Guitars, a new heritage. Alright, so we're back with Carrot Top from the Radioactive Chicken Heads. Um, so kind of this next section, I like to hey, kind of yeah. <laughs> curtail some of the, uh, uh, or curate some of the uh, questions specifically for the band. So mm-hmm. y- you guys actually combine more of a kind of like a surf rock, rockabilly style into the music, which is a lot different from a lot of other uh, bands in this genre that I've heard. A lot of them kind of go more the metal and, and uh, punk route. Um, is this like rockabilly style? to kind of help with kind of that goofy comedy uh, feel of the, the music? Or uh, are you all fans of this genre and style? Or, you know, was it a stylistic choice or organic or premeditated or what? I, I would, I mean, we're fans of punk and metal too, but it's more about just what we, what we can play well. And it was, you know, <laughs> we, we started off trying to do more metal and thrash metal. And it was just, um, we were messing up too, way too much. So we, we decided to make, simplify our songs a little bit and just make it, the songs a little more, you know, rocking it, rocking instead of, instead of trying to like make it, we used to write very complicated, you know, uh, songs with like a bunch of tempo changes and a zillion different parts. And, um, nobody could play the songs. That's how I started writing songs. <laughs> you guys wrote them and then nobody could play them. <laughs> so now what I'm trying to do is write songs that, that people could actually play. <laughs> Okay. They rock out too instead of instead of being studying their looking at their hands all the time. Yeah. Which yeah. isn't that much fun to look at on stage. So we, we kind of found the style we like doing that. Um but we've done all all sorts of genres of music and if you hear our, our early stuff it's all over the place. Then we more kind of found our own sound later with this new album. Yeah, the uh well I, I I really like it. I thought that it was a it was a breath of fresh air for this this kind of uh this kind of music. Uh what one of the big appeals of of comedy bands is uh the whole show you know and you were talking about you know much more entertaining for people to move around the stage rather than to stand there and look at their hands and i mean you guys are certainly no different with the theatrical puppet aspect like green jello and potty mouth and even guar uh but tell us a little bit about your shows i mean obviously there's kind of a story to be told but do you guys kind of tell a story in the actual shows with specific songs are they fan interactive you know and there there are there are it's usually we're doing this show and there's giant monsters and creatures come out to try to stop us at almost every song (laughs) in different ways so uh, that's it we have 
the Legion of Goons seems to always find out where we're playing. Um, so they'd send Killer Clownfish. They'd send Liquid Fat. <laughs> they send Officer Quackly. They they um, they've even allied with Chuck E. Cheese, and and so Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> is always trying to make a lot of trouble for us. Well, we make a lot of trouble for Chuck E. Cheese too. Now is Chuck E. Cheese? Heard, but they, it was Chuck yeah. E. Cheese created by Doctor Von Kluckenstein, or is he a completely different no, entity? No, no, I, I no, it, yeah, he's he's his own thing. I'm pretty sure the guy that that created Atari created <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese, but um. Chuck E. Cheese. Um, well, here's the thing. I grew up. I grew up in the '80s, and yeah. I grew up going to Chuck E. Cheese, and I hated it. I hated it so much. <laughs> um, and the reason I hated it is because everybody told me Chuck E. Cheese is a giant rat, and if he looks you in the eye, you'll die. <laughs> oh, and so I was terrified of Chuck E. Cheese throughout my childhood, and then and then uh, I started to find out there, you know. Maybe Chuck E. Cheese isn't actually a giant uh, evil rat. Maybe Chuck E. Cheese is a man in a costume. <laughs> and then I got... I was very upset, actually, because it's a conspiracy I said this whole time... Theory. This whole, this whole time <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese is a man in a costume. And first of all, people accuse me of being a man in a costume. <laughs> and I'm insulted enough. But then... Then to have believed my whole life that Chuck E. Cheese was a, li- a giant rat was very upsetting, so... I created a, I did a song called Pest Control, which is basically where I go to Chuck E. Cheese and try to exterminate him. <laughs> and um, he keeps coming back. I can't I can't get rid of him. I just cannot get rid of Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> no matter how hard I try. <laughs> and uh, I I know they got they finally got rid of the animatronic bands at Chuck E. Cheese, but he's he's still following us around. <laughs> a lot so, of yeah, those. You can see our music video. It's called Pest Control. A lot of those old, um, a lot of those old rockers. Uh, that's kind of what they do. Their their band falls apart, and then they just kind of wander around harassing other people. Oh yeah, I know. It's it happens <laughs> to us all the time. I'm always seeing these old rockers in the parking lots of places. Begging for uh, you, change. You wouldn't believe how many times. You wouldn't believe how many times. I've like come out of a store and there's a guy in a parking lot. He's like, "What? You're in a band? Oh, I was in Van Halen, but they kicked me out." And I. It's happened at least three times, different people. Yeah, I was about to say so, you, yeah, you are from uh, you are from that area. You are from yeah. Southern California, so there could have very well been a person that was in Van Halen and is now a, uh, a hobo on the side of the road. Yeah, they're actually it's, that, it's, funny, it's funny, true. funny side story. Uh, uh, Bleach by Nirvana was actually paid for by uh, the drummer's uh, a, a friend of the original drummer. And they already had it recorded. They had it financed, but they needed to pay off the debt or something like that. So they had a guy um, who was a buddy of the <clears throat> the original drummer, Chad or whatever. And uh, Chad wanted to – he said the deal was somewhere along the lines of, yes, but I want to play you know, and, and be in Nirvana too. So he paid off the 600 bucks that it cost to record Bleach, toured with them. And then once they done, were done touring, that's whenever uh, uh, Chris and Kurt – kicked them out of the band and then they found uh, uh dave roll said uh, as far as the rumor goes uh this guy was never paid back so there's a guy out there that paid for the production of bleach toured with nirvana and was never given credit on the album because he didn't play on the album and then kicked out of the band so well that's brutal no business <laughs> is brutal but at yeah. least i'm assuming i'm assuming he's still alive so he's got that going for him yeah, and if he finds this podcast, reach out to me because I want to hear the other side of the story. You know, <laughs> that's that's yeah. I hopefully there's not people like that in the Chicken Heads history that are going to come back. <laughs> right, but so, I I don't think I don't think so because we I don't think we're ever going to have that kind of success. But if we did, <laughs> I'm sure there'll be people coming out of the woodwork. 
that happens. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that story. Something about Dave Grohl that's pretty funny. We played a show at a bowling alley, and there was a drum set, and there was a PA system, and everything was all there. And I said, what? What? They said, you could just use that stuff. Dave Grohl was here, and he just he just left it here. Oh, he wow. Said, just keep it. <laughs> Jeez, man. I hear Dave Grohl's a pretty good guy, so it wouldn't surprise me. The... Yeah, yeah. So that that funny stuff in L.A. like happens like that all the time. So one of the uh, – so or so many – comedy rock bands uh they rely on on a lot of vulgarity and just being gross and crap so uh which i mean i love it all i i'm a huge fan of it as i've told you a few times now but uh you guys as far as i can tell don't use vulgarity um a lot of other bands like weird al lounge against machine i believe psycho stick doesn't really use any vulgarity um but do you find it difficult to kind of write in this genre and and not be vulgar at, and not find yourself wanting to write you know nasty filthy stuff or is it something that you kind of have to curb or does it just come natural that 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 stuff doesn't even flow in? I I just do what's natural. Um, we try not to. We try not once we, once we realize that a lot of our fans are five years old. We try not to <laughs> use a lot of bad words because we want their parents to always be turning the music off. So I mean that that helps too, but I would say like in the theatrical band world, there's there's room for everything. There's there's G-rated bands like the Aquabats, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot the about other, them. The other end of the the other end of the spectrum, you have Guar, the Mentors, and then we're somewhere in the middle, like PT13. <laughs> I would say it's it's interesting. So yeah, you guys don't you don't necessarily it's not necessarily uh uh. uh targeted as hey we we don't want to be be this way it's just kind of not something that really comes it, it doesn't really come you guys don't think of writing nasty stuff about other about you know sex and 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 killing people and stuff it just doesn't come that's just that doesn't there's already out. there's already enough bands that do that well like potty mouth or guar <laughs> yeah, like, yeah yeah i think they i think you know how, how are you going to top those bands so we do our own thing you know i don't want to i wouldn't want to uh do their thing yeah so, so they, go ahead yeah you can't get that much more shocking you know than, than people throwing their poop and stuff so yeah. why bother yeah no, no well well i mean if, if that's the case everybody just lay down your lay down your instruments because gg allen you know he's come and gone you know what i mean he's exactly <laughs> exactly but i can't compete with that sorry so, i'd rather just fight with cartoon characters <laughs> So the the next song we're going to hear is called Bad Egg. Uh, kind of do the same thing. Give us the rundown on what Bad Egg is about. Bad Egg Bad Egg is about a, a secret agent, Agent RR. And um, I've been having suspicions that, that, well, that she might be Rock and Robin for some reason. Looks a little <laughs> like Rock and Robin, but I know that can't possibly be because because Agent RR works for the Legion of Goons and um, she's constantly trying to get secrets from the radioactive chicken heads. But... I, at first, I thought Agent RR was, you know, a good guy, one of us, and then I realized he's working for Doctor Kluckenstein. So that's what Bad Egg <laughs> is all about: is realizing that Agent RR is really a bad egg. But I'm just glad she couldn't possibly be Rock and Robin. <laughs> all right, great. This is gonna be radioactive chicken heads, Bad Egg. <laughs> A super spy, a seductive secret agent. Look into her eyes and 
Mine's a covert operation She will make you break Then take your information like to hear me reading your ad perhaps have me write the copyright for your ad then go ahead and give me a shout at victory voiceovers we're on facebook or you can contact us through our website victoryvo.com or if you just want to email me directly without having to go through the websites you can go ahead and email me at noisemakerpod at gmail.com I can also help a lot in post-production and adding sound effects, music, or anything else that you might need. However, if you just want this lovely voice for your advertising, then I can send you a direct dry copy, unedited, if that's what you so choose. Like I said, that's Victory VoiceOver, VictoryVO.com. Or if you want to email me directly, you can just go ahead and punch into your email, noisemakerpod at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, 
back with Karen Top from the Radioactive Chicken Heads. Uh, this last section I kind of have, I, I want to kind of talk a little bit about um, the music scene where you're from and the writing process and everything. But uh, one th- one thing we talked about before the show started and I wanted to uh, uh, have you chat a little bit about was um, we uh, uh, when I found you, you had the name Garrett Head. Uh, and it's, it's, uh, you said it was because they wouldn't let you, uh, uh, put carrot head or, uh, uh, carrot top. Carrot top. Yeah. As yeah. a, as a name. Do you, th- do you think that, that has to do with, because they, they really don't think carrot is a real name or do you think it has to do with, uh, uh, carrot top, the comedian and is carrot uh, top, the comedian, an arch rival of yours? I'm kind of is because he took my name and I'm a real carrot. <laughs> He's a guy with red hair, and he thinks he could call himself Carrot Top and trademark his name. So I added two Ps to the end of my name. So I'm Carrot Top with two Ps at the end. <laughs> so Carrot T-O-P-P. But, I love um, it. I love you know, it. Facebook Facebook pulled down my personal pro- Carrot Top profile, and they said, they said you are a fictional character. <laughs> Facebook does not allow personal profiles for fictional characters, which was extremely insulting because as far as I know, I'm real. <laughs> And I was trying to think, how do I get around this? And I said, okay, why don't I do a human name? A human name like Garrett, you know? Rhymes with Carrot. Sounds kind of like Carrot. <laughs> so I made my Facebook name Carrot Top. If anybody from Facebook is listening, it's Mark Zuckerberg if you're listening. Um, don't pull down my profile again. I know. You know I don't want to ruin your social network, but, but um, I'm back. I'm back I'm with a back. vengeance. And... Um, all the other chicken heads, their personal profiles were all taken down. We were, we all used to be on there, but Bird Brain is still there. I'm trying to encourage him to come back as Bird Brian. Maybe <laughs> he can slip through the cracks that way. People misspell his name all the time, anyway. But I don't know. We have to, we have to, you know. This is the, this is what it's like for you know being radioactive chicken heads in today's society. You can't just you can't just be yourself. You have to use code names. <laughs> Everybody's trying to target you. Everybody from uh, Chuck E. Cheese to Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, yeah. I don't know which is worse. <laughs> All right. So, so the one thing, and we kind of, kind of talked about this, touched on a little bit before. Uh, but uh, what's the writing process look like? If we, if we were going to sit in on a radioactive chicken head uh, writing process, uh, what would that look like? I mean, for the songs I write, it's pretty much me, just. Uh, I'll, I'll just I'll just get like a song in my head. I'll be walking down the street and I get a song in my head and I'll just start singing it and I'll just grab my phone and record it, and sing it into my phone and then I'll go figure out. I'll just go like like when I wrote uh, "Cluck at the Moon," I went recorded that as a voice memo and then I just have to get a guitar or keyboard out and try to figure out what what did I just sing. <laughs> what what, yeah, what melody? <laughs> That's how I write. That's how I write songs. Um, other songs are like various members of the band, like Sergeant Cyclops, will just give me a song, and he'll he'll write he'll have a title for it, and and I'll and I'll just just get rid of that title and put a whole new song, <laughs> and put right lyrics on top of it. <laughs> just just get rid of the idea completely and write something new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I. That's kind of how I do it sometimes so that's like well I, well I call it collaborating i call it collaborating when you just when you just don't kick somebody's idea out and do your own thing that, that sounds like it right yeah <laughs> yeah it's a, 
it's a songwriting collaboration. <laughs> you just take somebody's song and then you just, you know, mess it all up and ruin their uh, whole vision. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so you guys are, uh, you're, you're, you're based out of uh, Pasadena, California, right? Is that, is that right? Um, LA, LA. LA area. We, we, play, we played Pasadena many times, but okay. we're in LA. So kind of, kind of give us a rundown on uh, what the music scene is like there. Is it, is it super competitive? Is it, is it really friendly? Do bands work together? Is it, I mean, LA is big, so it's not overrun by one specific genre, but kind of paint, paint the picture on what the music scene is like or, or around this is, the area. This is what, this is what LA is like. I don't know if it's like this other place, but in LA, everybody has a band. Everybody has a band. So, um, there's more bands I think than fans. So you pretty much, <laughs> Everybody's got a band and every, you know, you can't, if you go to a show, you, you end up playing, you know, with other bands and half of, half of the people there are bands or actors or something like that. And, um, it's, it's a, it's a weird place really, because, um, there's a million bands and every night, at least before this health concerns, there seemed like there was a thousand shows going on at a time. So it, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta do something crazy to get people to come to your show. In, or, in order to Otherwise, get people. Otherwise nobody goes. Yeah, yeah, because it's just because you could go somewhere else and see almost the exact same thing. You could see a yeah. You could walk next door and see another show. You could go across the street and see a show. There's yeah, a lot I, going on. It's it's it, it, it's hard to compete with everything happening in LA. I hear that's the way it out, is out in New York too. It's similar. That there's just mu- and down in like Nashville and stuff like that. There's just music in you know a club next to club next to bar next to club and everything has music in it and everything's just completely completely different so i mean you can have your your choice on whatever whatever you want really you know just walk a few blocks and you find what you want it's it's weird it's weird for us because we do our own thing and and you know the people that know about it love it but you wouldn't believe how many times people say why have i never i never heard of this <laughs> we've been right under their noses so we're pretty good at, we're pretty good at keeping secrets at flying under the radar yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not usually that's not usually a, a benefit to a band, but yeah, I guess we'll take really? it. Really? Well, I mean, we don't. No, I just mean because we don't want it. We don't want too much attention. We don't want Doctor Kleckenstein to find out we're here. <laughs> He's not listening to the show, right? It's really gonna mess us up. We're gonna have to move. I don't that's know. A, we might have to go move to Idaho. That that's why I said you're in Pasadena, California. You said no, 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 L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> gonna no. throw him off the set. We we we. No, yeah, we have we have to keep it we have to keep it secret. But you know, just it's probably you know we might have to just take out the name of the band from this whole interview. So people don't know. <laughs> it's just edited out. I don't want to get I don't want to get we don't want to get too many people finding out about us. <clears throat> well, he he now knows he now knows what you're under on uh, Facebook too. So make sure you don't post anything on Facebook. No, and I, I just want to make sure that no don't don't listen to us on Spotify. Don't watch our YouTube videos. <laughs> Don't like us on Facebook or Instagram because we're really trying to fly under the radar. So you really, <laughs> well, then we don't this, need any more attention. Well, then this this uh, this next section will be really beneficial. So the the next okay, the okay. next piece I have uh, has to do with uh, plugs and shout outs, and I always think that it's oh, important. No. To, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I always think it's important to throw uh, plugs and shout outs to people that have kind of helped and uh, helped out in the band or kind of been there. I've had people plug uh, uh, truck stops and tattoo parlors and pizza shops and stuff too. So uh, pretty much wh- whatever you guys want to, uh, whatever you want to plug or whatever you want to shout out. Also, if there was something that 
I didn't, uh, we didn't get to in the show and you want to, uh, tell everybody, go ahead and, uh, this is completely open for you, whatever you want to, uh, talk about. So have at it, bud. Well, I want to, I want to give a, a shout out to my friend, Mike, the headless chicken. He's, he's, uh, you know, he was decapitated back in the 1950s and he doesn't let that stop him from having a good time and coming out to our shows and dancing. So he's a huge inspiration to all of us. Mike, Mike, the headless chicken, um, and, uh, you know, I just want to thank you, especially especially to our fans, the ones that send us fan art, the ones that that are, that are you know, helping keep Radioactive Chickenheads alive, the ones that have become mutants themselves. That really warms our hearts. <laughs> and, of course, of course, you know, I can't think of any pizza place <laughs> in particular that, that, that pays Unless unless they want to pay us, I can't really. I'm not going to really name any pizza places. Yeah. But. So if you guys want to be endorsed by Radioactive Chicken Heads because you have an awesome pizza, go ahead and uh, shoot us an email, and we'll get you plugged in with Carrot Top. I, yeah, I just think, unfortunately for us, most most pizza places don't want to be associated with radioactivity or toxic waste. I would think but, it'd be you know, hard for be chickens to eat eat pizza. They would just have to pluck. They just have to uh, pick the toppings off. Yeah, we just put. Well, we just order it with some, you know, chicken feet on top. <laughs> oh yeah, you don't want to order a chicken bacon. Seeds. You don't want to order a chicken bacon ranch uh, pizza. No, that's <laughs> no because some of those look like you know some of our friends and relatives. <laughs> it's kind of traumatizing. Oh shoot! Well, the uh, unless you got anything else, we'll, we'll move up, we'll move on to the last song. Unless you got anything else. <laughs> now we're ready. Let's play the last song. <clears throat> All right, you, you kind of talked about it already, but if you want to kind of give us a, a, a rundown again, uh, the, the last song here is called Pest Control. What What's this song about? Well, this is probably our most notorious song right now, and it's it's really about um, going into Chuck E. Cheese. I got a dog as an exterminator, and, and uh, I was hired to try to get Chuck E. Cheese. I can never get him, but I'm always trying. I even, <laughs> you know... They said, you know, they said if you can get Chuck E. Cheese, maybe we'll give you the Disneyland job next. But, it, you know, <laughs> you, get, you get that mouth. But I'm still working on Chuck E. Cheese. You know, he's, so he's he's been infesting that pizza place forever. And I figure maybe that pizza place will endorse us if we can catch him one day. We can become the new band at Chuck E. Cheese's. So. <laughs> I don't know if Radioactive Chicken Heads or, is going to have the same ring as Chuck E. Cheese. No. Well, no, but... <laughs> That's kind of our dream is to be like a, a band that plays at a pizza place all day, every day. <laughs> but Chuck E. Cheese had that gig covered, so. All right. This we'll is so here... Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. Yeah. No, this, this is a song. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's called Pest Control. It's sometimes called Kill Chuck E. Cheese, but the official name is Pest Control. <laughs> Great. Well, this is going to be Radioactive Chicken Heads. Uh, pest Control. <laughs> Customers are complaining that they're too disgusted to eat It inhabits a dark and noisy world filled with little children And feeds a greasy pizza that's wrapped on the filthy floor 
right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Carrot Top from the Radioactive Chicken Heads. And as I've said on the show before, uh, I am just always a huge fan of uh, the shock rock and comedy rock. I just always enjoy it. It, it makes me laugh. I just find it really entertaining and very uh, just fun. Like and music should be fun. And a lot of times, you know, we, we have these bands and they take themselves far more serious than um than they need to and yeah like so these these types of bands every so often when i'm just feeling like 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 everything is just really heavy and weighing on me i put on a lot of these bands and and it just it like almost like refreshes me it it lets me see that that not everything has to be quite so tense and quite so like like heavy and 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 it yeah so anyways i i absolutely love it i love the theology behind it and and the whole story and it's just it's just a because it, everything has to work in this in this uh, uh, idea in this concept and so anyways I I just absolutely um, love and admire bands like this and I'm always happy to talk to uh, shock rock bands and uh, comedy bands that are uh, uh, you know kind of underground or independent so uh, <clears throat> big thanks to uh, Carrot Top for coming on the show and I hope that he doesn't have to uh, fist fight. Uh, uh, the other carrot top, although I do think that that would be a pretty funny uh, celebrity death match if they uh, are still doing that. So, but thank you, thank you very much for coming on the show. Um, once again, I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Uh, please like, subs- please like, share, subscribe, and give us a five star review. Uh, please stop over at iTunes and give us a, a five star review or a five star rating. It's very, very much appreciated. It really helps the uh, the algorithm. That really helps uh, people find the show, and then therefore it helps people find the bands on the show. So if you are a fan of this band or you're a fan of any band that's been on the show, uh, do that so that it will help them um, uh, 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 gain more fans. Um, this week, we're going to read our last review. So so this, this is the last review that we have on here. We got uh, a bunch of ratings, but this is the last five-star review. If you want to hear your review read on the show Stop on over there, drop a review. If, if even if you leave a one-star review and say that I suck, we'll 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 still read it. Whatever, it's nothing, uh, uh, no bias there. But uh, yeah, we just want to try to get as many five-star reviews as we possibly can over there, and and we're more than happy to read them. Like I said, this is the last one we got right now, and uh, this is from uh, Sherlux, and it says, "Great podcast with an amazing personality." So thank you very much, uh, Sherlux, for the compliment to me personally and thank you for coming by and uh rating and uh reviewing the show um uh the other thing too is that if you want to help support the show we have two different ways down in the show notes uh to support the show uh one of them is a direct method through patreon uh we typically request a a dollar a show if you can uh it really helps out it's only like what four or five bucks a month uh, and it just just really helps kind of keep the lights on and help us, you know, pay for the the little things that it takes to run a show like this. Um, if you don't want to um, di- directly support the show, uh, you can indirectly support the show through um, uh, 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 our affiliate links through eBay and Amazon. So whatever shopping you do, just go ahead and click on those links before you do your shopping, and it gives us a little bit of kickback, no extra cost to you. I have included links to the band's uh, pages and their music in the show notes. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at NoiseMakerPod. 
If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email me at noisemakerpod at gmail.com. And until next time, don't stop following your dreams.